Welcome, brothers and sisters. This is Common and Uncommon with your host, Julio, where we take on a variety of different topics and talk about the popular and unpopular perspective on said topic, from community to national and international. Our goal is not to push one or the other perspective, but to explore both points of view and just engage in fun but thought-provoking conversations. Once again, welcome. Hey fam, welcome back to Common and Uncommon. Today we'll be talking about different forms of cardio and what are the best ways to use it, specifically for fat loss. So uh, let's get into it fam. So cardio is usually seen as the best tool for fat loss, and this in a sense will work to help you slim down, but it really just shows a small part of a larger picture. Just with most things, too much of anything isn't good for you, and cardio is definitely one of them. I can first handily confirm this. Um, let's first talk about the great benefits from doing cardio and what exactly it does to your body. So there's uh, countless of different methods and forms of doing cardio and I wouldn't really say there's some that are better than others. I'd rather say some are more time efficient than others but they will basically all have the same effect um, or similar effect on the human body. See cardio is basically any activity that increases your heart rate to around 70 to 80 percent of MHR which stands for maximum heart rate. This is basically a form of exercise to strengthen your cardiovascular system. In which way, you may ask? Well, ultimately, when you keep your heart rate elevated for a time period of, let's say, 20 to 30 minutes, uh, this helps your, your heart be able to pump blood through the blood vessels. And during this process, you uh, get oxygen and nutrients. They get distributed throughout uh, your body. This is why cardio can be really beneficial, especially if you incorporate a well-balanced diet. Uh, you want to make sure those nutrients get to the needed places for recovery. Now, this doesn't mean if you don't do cardio, your body won't receive the nutrients from the food you're eating. I'd just say it's a way of giving your body a, you know, a second hand and getting the job done. Now, another great advantage of doing cardio is the extra calories your body burns. And this itself is great for when you're trying to lean down or quote-unquote burn fat. But, and this is a big but, don't overdo it. I've met people and I've actually done this mistake myself before. Uh, when, I, when I did my first cut after four months of bulking, now for those that don't know, uh, cutting is leaning down by shedding off fat and keeping muscle and bulking is basically gaining overall mass to be able to lift heavier weight. Uh, most times you will gain some fat from this phase, although it really depends on whether you do a dirty bulk or uh, which is which is where you you eat almost anything and everything just to gain overall mass. Whereas a clean bulk is just increasing your calories just enough to be able to gain gradual mass in the form of muscle instead of fat. But anyways, I digress. Um, after I did my first bulking phase, I went from 198 pounds to 218 pounds. So I had gained around 19 to 20 pounds of mass. I know for a fact some of that mass was muscle. Uh, because the weight I was handling increased pretty drastically, but I'm 99% sure that a lot of that mass was more fat than muscle. <laughs> you know, I really gained a pretty good Winnie the Pooh belly <laughs> with a nice cool triple chin. I was straight husky, guys. <laughs> but, um, and see, this, this was because I ate like there was no tomorrow, just to add mass to be able to handle heavy weight. But that was a mistake because now when I was about to start my cutting phase, I had to lose a lot more fat than I would have if I would have done a more cleaner bulk. But, oh well, <laughs> you know, I, I really did learn from that. 
And I did a lot better on my most recent bulk, actually. But anyways, I started to cut down my calories back by increments of, I'd say, around 300 to 500 daily calories. And on top of that, I started to incorporate jogging into my routine. I was uh, I was jogging about every day to every other day for about a mile or two for about 30 minutes. And oh man, did I start to shut off weight like crazy. I remember weighing myself and seeing the scale go down by about three to four pounds a week for the first month and a half. Honestly, uh, looking back at it, this should have been the, uh, you know, the red flag for me to, you know, slow things down. But all I can think of was just getting rid of the fat I had gained. But little did I know, I was starting to lose muscle as well. See, when you do cardio, you obviously lose extra calories. But if you're already in a calorie deficit, uh, you know, eating less daily calories than you were consuming previously, your body will first use fat as energy to burn. But you will get to a point where your body will turn to your harder muscle to break it down and use that as energy, which is counterproductive for someone wanting to keep any gained muscle. Um, there really, you know, there really has to be a balance between weightlifting, cardio, and a, a well-balanced diet. Now, don't get me wrong, I did lose the Winnie the Pooh belly and, you know, the triple chin aesthetic, and I felt lighter, which I really liked. Um, you know, I liked that a lot better than feeling bloated or heavy all the time. Um, and so I went from being 218 at the beginning of the cut to around 185 pounds in about three months, which is about 32 pounds of weight that I ultimately lost. I noticed my muscle definition was going away simply because I was losing overall mass, which included mostly fat, but unfortunately also muscle. And this was not what I was aiming for. Obviously, you know, after doing all that all at once, it, it's just too much and, and you're bound to lose muscle. Um, so after doing some research, I actually stopped jogging so much. Um, especially with the calorie deficit that I was already in, I was convinced to take down the frequency of jogging. Um, I was doing every, you know, instead of doing it every other day, I was doing it now about once a week. And this resulted in a plateau in my weight. And I stayed at 186 for a while. You know, my, my whole point of what I'm saying is that cardio will definitely help you burn more calories. But if you're already in a calorie deficit and you're still participating in the gym, you will lose fat regardless. And cardio is just an extra push for burning extra calories. But it's not something that you must do in order to slim down. And when I say a well-balanced diet, I mean to make sure to track your calories and macros to help your body hold on to the muscles you're building in the gym and just shut off the fat. If your body has, you know, the needed daily macros and the proteins, the fats and the carbs, your body will have no other option but to really just use the fat that you already have, break it down and use it as energy itself. Uh, now, cardio is still great, and I do recommend it, but in very moderate amounts, you know. If you're already, if you're already cutting back unnecessary calories and still going to the gym. Um, now, I'm going to go into some advice for incorporating cardio and how to make it work the most optimal for your personal fitness journey. Um, first things first, I highly recommend doing a form of cardio that you personally enjoy doing. And with so many different forms of cardio out there, you literally have the option to make it the worst part of your day or something you, you're genuinely, um, you know, look forward to. So my reasoning behind this is let's say you're doing a lot of running or jogging. Now me personally, I enjoy jogging. And so when I make it a part of my routine, I'm actually looking forward to it. But if it was something like, I don't know, CrossFit or I don't know, let's say doing 30 minutes on the treadmill, I'd I'd probably still do it, but over time I'd lose interest because it's not my personal favorite form of cardio. So if you're doing, if you're going to do a form of cardio that you hate, 
to even think about, <laughs> I'd say first try it. Don't, you know, don't knock it until you try it. So first try it. And if you really don't like it, stay away from it because nine times out of 10, you won't stick to it and you'll either give it up or get overwhelmed. And this can not only lead to a decrease in motivation, but unnecessary overall stress that will affect your gym performance. And obviously we don't want that. And now, like I said, there's so many forms of cardio, you can just experiment with them and see which one you like the most, whether it's going for an intense bike ride or a 30 minute swim or using a treadmill and putting it on incline for 30 minutes, you know, put on the headphones, listen to a podcast like <clears throat> like Common and Uncommon. Um, but, uh, you know, or you can just join a sports club of your choosing, really. Any activity that raises your heart rate, you know, periods of 30 minutes will work just fine. It really does not matter which one it is. They all will do the same thing, basically. Just like I said, though, don't overdo it. Heavy amounts of cardio puts a lot of stress on your joints as well. And we kind of sort of need those joints to execute certain exercises, mostly your leg exercises. <laughs> so this is why you need to be careful, not scared, but just careful. And, and you know, in which ways you decide to incorporate cardio into your routine. Um, I've made the mistake many times before where um, I'll eat like crap throughout the day or throughout the week. And, and then, you know, and then I do heavy amounts of cardio to make up for those bad diet choices. And really, all I have to say is I wish I had just stuck to the calories and macros I was set for because the fatigue you get from trying to outrun a bad diet, it's so not worth it, guys. Um, it, it really is better to just stay dedicated to your diet and do minimal cardio and experience little to no fatigue because trust me, that fatigue from cardio is on another level. I remember there was moments where I didn't even want to do small things like certain chores or running you know, errands because of how fatigued my body was. But as soon as I really stuck to my diet by tracking my calories and macros and lifting weights and with one day a week of cardio, my fatigue went way down, like a lot. I could I could tell a big difference, and like I said, this really comes down to finding a balance with all these. It's really tricky at first because you really need to see how your body reacts, but through a lot of trial and error, you should be able to find a happy medium. Uh, don't get overwhelmed. Just take your time and experiment. It's it's worth the countless attempts because once you find it, you know you know how to proceed and continue to see results. But like I said, this really takes time. Um, another advice I'd give regarding cardio is it really wouldn't be a bad idea to invest into a step tracking device, um, you know, to track your steps you're, you're taking on a daily basis. Now, don't go out buying the top brand of a step tracker device. There's, there's so many cheap ones out there um, to choose from. Most smartwatches already have these built into them. Um, so if you have one of those, I'd suggest using the step tracker feature. That way you have a way of tracking your steps. Um, from the research I was doing, a general like rule of thumb is you want to shoot for about 10,000 to 12,000 steps a day. Uh, obviously, this goes with a calorie deficit, though. Also, a well-balanced diet to be in a weight loss range. I know it seems like a lot of steps, but it's achievable. Now, I'm, I'm going to paint a scenario. Let's say you have one of these step trackers on you and you run errands throughout the day or your job requires you to be on your feet most of the day. Now you look at your step tracker after doing those activities um, or at the end of your workday and see that you have already completed, let's say, I don't know, 5,000 or 6,000 steps. 
um, then technically that means you you're already halfway through your daily steps needed for weight loss so then you can just go for a couple of you know you can go a couple of times around the block around your neighborhood or a slight jog to complete the rest of the you know 10,000 12,000 steps you know instead of trying to do the impossible and try to guess how many steps you've done throughout the day you can just use one of these cool step trackers they're they're pretty beneficial i use it quite a bit um, I use my step tracker pretty often, especially when I'm going through a cutting phase, just to be able to be more precise in the level of physical activity I'm doing. Um, it's just a good way to really track things. I've actually worked for different corporate jobs that, that had me sitting down for most of the job and, and during the day. Um, and during this time, I didn't do much of any cardio, but mostly just went, just went uh, weightlifting. And unsurprisingly... <laughs> I gained weight and that's because most of the day I was sitting down and just like an hour or two I'd go and do some physical activity was which was mostly weightlifting and at home I was doing some chores but obviously I wasn't very active because most of my day was at work sitting down uh, but now that I have a job in culinary I'm on my feet most of if not all day and with the calorie deficit um, I incorporated I've lost weight and this is no surprise since I'm more active so try to keep that in mind as well. If you have a job where you don't do a lot of moving around, then it's safe to assume you will more likely need to incorporate more cardio into your routine for a fat loss phase. And if you're working somewhere where you're moving around a lot on your feet, therefore I'd say it's safe to assume you will need less cardio to complete you know, the daily steps required to be in that fat loss phase. Um, just remember that you want to start with a minimum of 10,000 to 12,000 steps a day. Keep track of these. Um, it really isn't that hard unless you're literally a rock and stay stationary all day. But if you're not a rock, then there's no excuse to complete these daily steps. We'd be uh, we'd be doing a lot of steps without even knowing it, really. So why not just invest in a little step tracker? They're not that expensive. You get like a pretty good cheap one, reliable but cheap. And, um, you know, be, be able to see where you're actually at and determine how many, how much more or less you'll, you know, you'll need to uh, complete for results. Um, it really makes weight loss a lot easier. Um, so, yeah, all in all, any form of cardio is great to incorporate to your routine for fat loss. Just don't overdo it. Experiment with it as many times as you need. Take your time and find a happy medium and work from there. I wish you the best of luck for the results you're looking for. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed and learned a thing or two. Thanks for taking the time to tune in, fam. Much love, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace, fam.